Hey everyone, welcome to the sixth episode of Kerkat. I am your host and storyteller, Kairav Shah. Coming straight to the point, why did the sixth episode took so long? Well, to be honest, it did not seem right, and with what was going on around in the world, it did not feel right personally. And also, I was working on something interesting, a new segment of Kerkat, and this episode will be the first episode of that segment, Kerkat Unfiltered. The idea behind Kerkat Unfiltered is simple. I'll be inviting friends, people, acquaintances whom I know, whom I have met during my early entrepreneurial days or over the period of 24 years of my existence. These are people whose work I have been following from quite a time now. They are people who are really, really good and better than all of us at doing something they are really passionate about and whose opinion I personally value and respect in that specific domain. They can be from any field, any domain. The idea again is just to be curious and ask them the why behind what they do and learn from them. In this segment, I'll be on the other side. I'll be on the listener's side. I'll be on your side driving the conversation and asking the questions that matter. So let's do this. In this episode, in the first episode of Kerkat Unfiltered, I am joined by Venu Gopal Shah and Jaren Paul and we'll be discussing the world of cinema. What goes behind the scenes of the great movies and shows? we have all seen how the cinema in general have aged over time and how we grew up among these stories from bollywood to hollywood from 90s to present day this episode is about the people who created these cinematic masterpieces jaren and venu professionally they are both software and machine learning engineers but their core is storytelling i know them from quite a time they have immense understanding of cinema direction in general In short, if I ever want to have a in-depth conversation on cinema or want any movie show recommendation, I reach out to them. Uh the first episode, uh we have Mr. Venu Gopal Shah, software engineer by the day and uh at Amazon. Unfortunately. And, uh, <laughs> uh, uh musician by the night and evening mein like movie buff i can say movie buff tv show buff so he has a music channel called as music by banana leaf uh really really good one of the person who changed my music taste uh, venu has also filmed his videos basically he has recorded he has sung played the music composed and even recorded the film so he has a very good sense of direction sense of conveying story so that is also i appreciate and uh and we have jerent uh whom i met via venu oh, let so... me let me give a, give a good introduction for jaren because i yeah. know him so well and uh, it's like it's it's very rare that you find someone who thinks on the same frequency as you do you know just completely changes how you think as like you said because jaise hamare conversation se you said that you felt that okay you can think like this also there there is certain there is this aspect also to things that's what i felt when i started talking to this guy so he has that creative knack like from uh looking into how mm-hmm. stuff is made that curiosity that inquisitiveness which is very important in a creative mm-hmm. process so i think this guy has that and that's what makes the conversations very like special nice that was a really humbling introduction thank <laughs> you for that so yeah i mean kekad unfiltered basically uh, we speak about various topics and disclaimer is that we are no experts we are just group of people who are fascinated by stuff and what things so the first important episode disclaimer. yeah important disclaimer so the yeah. first episode this this first episode is uh, the movies uh, the best movies the tv shows uh, basically best is not the right word but i would say 
कि मूवीज एंड टीवी शोज विच वी लाइक एंड वी विच वी अप्रिशिएट नॉट ओनली जस्ट द मूवीज बट द डायरेक्शन द सिनेमाटोग्राफी द पीपल हु आर इन दैट मूवी वाई वी लाइक इट बेसिकली एपिसोड टू अप्रिशिएट दोज पीपल हु क्रिएटेड सच माइंड ब्लोइंग थिंग्स so uh, just to say that i am i am going to be on the listener side by the way jairin and venu i mean i will join the discussion but i want to have your recommendations so yeah the first question uh, when was the time when you started uh, understanding cinema basically you know there is a point in your life where you first you see it for entertainment purpose then you start understanding cinema and then you're like okay wait what just happened so when was that time which movie which show uh we know starting with you i think i think that that is a very very good question and you're right like up till a point in life we just we just see things right we, we it's it's just i go and watch a movie it was a good movie it had this ending it had that ending that's all but then i think i have to say that inception by christopher nolan saw it as a kid in school i think in class 9th or 10th i don't remember but it was around that time when that movie was released and i saw I saw that in theaters, and the thing is, I I did not understand one bit of the movie. Like something is happening. Okay, they are dreaming now. They are dreaming inside a dream and some shit like that. That's that's all I took away from the theater run that I saw. And then I was like, no, th- there's got to be something else to this movie. मतलब ये क्या देख क्या है मेरा बिल्कुल literally ये reaction था कि चल क्या रहा है. So what that led to was कि मैंने Google search किया like. विकीपीडिया पे पहले प्लॉट पढ़ा फिर भी समझ नहीं आया किसोलीयर and with every video with every you know uh, with every explanation that is being fed to me i am entering a deeper an an a deeper layer ki jisse mereko movies ke aur aspects pata lag raha so yeah. i am not going into the details right now but aisa ek ye i think experience tha it was a complete journey jisse mujhe pata laga ki there is so much more to filmmaking than mm-hmm. just going there and you you don't need a very straight storyline to you know appreciate movies so i think i would i would uh, credit this movie and nolan as a director who jisne meko pehle aise experience kiya ki there is so much more to filmmaking and this creative process than what you just see i watched it like completed the movie around 2 am so i i remember just like browsing internet up till 5 am in the morning just to find answers ki what just happened like tell me what is the answer so it's like the the filmmaking isn't over after the movie it also continues the the viewer can yeah. take away that movie with you so that is so amazing right great point yeah jerin so that movie inception it has what do you call a, a really high rewatchability factor i mean you can just finish that movie and start watching it right then and there itself i mean it always has something new to offer or, or a different perspective to look into that's something i found really beautiful about that movie and coming to your question ki how did it start for me so back back in the old days before the set up box days etc right when we used to get cable tv mm-hmm. so there was this channel i'm not sure whether it's the same channel or not but there was a channel called hallmark there was some temple it, wala show na us pe Oh, the Legends of the Hidden Temple, right? That show was the best show I've ever seen, man. <laughs> like in my childhood, love that show. So exactly. So coming back to Hallmark, right? So what those guys used to show after a movie, they used to run how the movie was made, right? All the behind the scenes stuff, 
so i was really fascinated by the parts where they show the magical stuff especially like people entering into mirrors walking into different kingdoms and all so they used to tell ki green screen it works like this kaise shoot ho raha so that was pretty fascinating for me uske baad i remember my uncle had given me this dvd of uh, harry potter and the chamber of secrets so usme bhi after the movie there was this director cut like with the movie itself again this showed us the behind the scenes how that mm-hmm. entire world was made i was blown away to know ki bhai castle vessel theek hai it was a prop i mean a lot of things weren't even shot in there i mean especially the behind the scenes part it was in the movie like in venu told how mm-hmm. he kicked into so solid the, this aspect of the thing mm-hmm. but but that was the first entry kind of ki there is like more to uh, what is happening around in the world there are few people who are just like okay insanely good what they are doing uh second question Uh, is that which was your first uh, TV show which you binged like really like but specifically like TV show which you binged in one day and which has acted as a gateway to the shows you know the TV show culture even before this binge watching came into like it was trending on TV we used to have this this show on doordarshan in the evenings this pe horror show aata tha akkad bakkad bombay bo i always had this ki I I I'm waiting for this episode. I I have to see it. Mm-hmm. So craze to kafi pehle se tha even before you know we shifted on to as a yeah. internet pe watching. First first proper show that I binged watch uh, watched has to be Big Bang Theory. Yeah, the mm-hmm. first three seasons I'm I'm still a big fan of. After that mm-hmm. I think when a lot of characters came into it, thoda sa show went like this. I don't know if everyone agrees with me mm-hmm. on that, but pehle three seasons I'm a very big fan. and i think that's the first show that i proper binged watched and i was very hooked on to it this was back in this was again i think uh, 11th i think 10th or 11th that that's usually yeah, when, when i started watching things before that i don't know as a, i i don't recall watching any movie seriously or watching any tv show so it was around that time jab 11th and 12th ka padhai aata to bhi 10th ka vacation or 11th starting is a is a time period when most of the people start like also starting yeah, that time yeah. so big yeah. bang theory has got to be the first tv show as as far as i remember uh, uh, so even again i'm not really clear on this and again like venu told venu told us about his experience with tv shows when he was a kid similarly i too had a horror tv show which i used to watch i think have you heard of this vikral or gabral that that was something which i used to religiously watch when i was a kid it was a really good show i mean yeah 90s. i was hooked 90s show yeah 90s stuff man too शरारत <laughs> 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 
yeah. magic pencil one like you know those were the kind <laughs> of shows that you shakara boom boom so i mean that yeah. was a uh, you know like kind of fiction world and other end also going on like ekta kapoor just started you know and simultaneously yeah. with hatim goes on to say that our normal regular lives were so boring and depressing that we used to love these <laughs> fantasy shows where you you get a pencil that can make anything appear and all those things Uh, <laughs> but but has you has you mentioned like it was very magical and just to add actually it is a perfect segue to the next question i have observed i was just reading about it and it is shown that initially in the early 2000 and late 1990s even if you see bollywood cinema particularly we'll come to the hollywood cinema later on the bollywood cinema it was an aspirational cinema you see it was larger than life movies k3g those kalona ho dil chahta hai like uh, out of the country shoots like yeah. if you go 1980s at the end it was all india like it was amitabh bachchan and everyone was like proper social not social issues but it was like uh, family rivalry and those kind of stuff family. and suddenly and then yeah. suddenly like 19 i guess mid 90s and late 90s and early 2000 especially all the movies just started larger than i aspirational movies and now as we see like then we came has bollywood like it was more of a social drama and now we have entered into very regional drama like you see movies like uh, a simple life about two people so you know the bollywood also has aged so what is your journey of aging in terms of genre like if i ask you both like from which genre you liked before and then which genre you as you like now so how did you age so one thing that hasn't changed is the genre so that that still i mean i have still stuck with that thing i'm i'm really into sci-fi and into psycho thrillers and everything i i was and i still am in fact even crime thrillers for the matter of fact so these are things which i i still stuck to but the choice of movies have definitely i mean for example i haven't seen a bollywood movie in a long long time in a really long time. which was the last good one did you see i, I don't even remember dude i i would say three idiots was the last good movie oh, which i saw oh that's 2008 zindagi na milegi dobara was good too uh, Yeah. but apart from that i don't really don't remember man there like few malayalam movies which i which mm. i watch because some movies are like phenomenal what's a valid point across that the overall genre remains the same jo interest which used to be uh, with us back then it's still the same but it's the choice of movies kind of movies and uh, i think as a kid i used to love the indian soaps for some reason my mother and my grandmother used to watch that and i just used to be fascinated by that fortunately my interest changed <laughs> look how the tables have turned today <laughs> oh look how the turn tables how the turn i i i was a fan of karan johar movies as well because they were full of you know full of life you can say they Guilty they might sensuality whatever you can call them but they used to have songs they used to have uh, an ensemble cast so many yeah. big actors and they just used to be like a complete experience for people who love that sort of thing right it's 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 like you know like i think jerin you once told me that why do anime characters have such large eyes because ah, people okay, don't yeah. have those kind of like no not to be racist yeah. or anything <laughs> but but it's, it's something that what you want you you can uh, you can complete that in a creative process right mm. so yeah. even in india people used to love watching these movies which are full of you know life and nris mm-hmm. and all this Very because well it's something that they dream of So, there's there's okay. a there's actually a data coming back to that like after kabi khushi kabi gham the number of people traveling abroad increased by thirty eight percent seriously oh. yes so I mean yeah I mean that's what started like people thinking about like this is a better life you know because everything was so good in the movie yeah, so yeah I, I would like used to love that as a kid but then slowly you know I I found out that there is more to life than just 
fantasizing about things <laughs> and that there are very good movies on realistic topics on issues and then and then filmmaking is a completely different aspect like mm-hmm. keep the story aside even with the very simple straightforward story if the direction is spot on you can you can create a masterpiece so aise dheere dheere you know it evolved for me film a film watching evolved for me i would say yeah, so like you tell to know your taste evolved to vasi meanwhile like like when you're growing up right even the cinema changed to yaar like if you look at the demographics who used to come in to watch a movie those are just normal people okay they yes. want something larger than life they exactly like when you put it so they were looking for something big right you know in india ke bahar nahi dekha they wanted a window out to other outside world exactly but ab internet aa chuka hai internet completely flipped everything right. we can see anything we can go to walk to places in which we have never been and we will never be for the matter of fact maybe koi netherlands ke koi kone wale road pe tum aise you can use google street view and just travel theek hai so so we know that stuff now we have now we have gone deeper with the cinema as well and we know exactly so now we are comfortable with that platform ki ha larger than life the life things check internet hai uske liye now we are growing deeper into plot into the way the movies are expressed or told rather I mean it's pure storytelling too, visual storytelling. Yeah. But ha, huh, now we have grown into that direction. I mean Bollywood is slowly catching up. Hollywood to reach here. That is a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is the the three top shows uh, in terms of uh-huh. like I would not say like which you binge or anything, but you feel like it's a masterpiece. Like, and it's it's more to that show than just what people see. Like there are few shows you see that show, but there is so many layers. into that show which only the directors which only the cast knows and okay uh, it is there uh, yeah and when you read about it you are like oh okay like okay, like what did i just like read like you know so what what is those like i mean not three but any number or even, can can be even one with, with every sentence of yours one show <laughs> just just keeps filling up my mind and i can't wait to you know talk about it so for me i think for even jerin and if you watch that show it's it's got to be breaking bad so i think breaking bad has hands down got to be the most amazing shit i've ever watched i i don't want to compare it with any other show i i hate those sort of questions mm-hmm. like people have asked is game of thrones better or is breaking bad better it's it's just not a comparison i think breaking bad is just a league apart it's it's a show that's that that comes once in a lifetime and it 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 is a complete immersive experience and with you just take anything the story writing the acting the direction the lighting even the sounds so i think this is a very good example like there are some scenes which are shot in the desert in breaking bad yeah. so you don't really cut to the dialogue you don't really cut to the characters talking to each other there are brief moments or pauses where you can listen to the insects chirping you can listen to uh the desert sound so it's it's a completely immersive experience a lot of people find this slow and boring like i personally i've heard people saying that breaking bad is a little slow i found it boring i couldn't watch after the second episode that's the thing about it you know not every show has got to be just uh, uh, going through the motions and cutting to the chase it's about involving and bringing you inside the lives how exactly the character is feeling what exactly he's facing so what happens is in the in the beginning you might find this boring but when the show gets really intense you can feel the fear you are inside the main character's head because you have gone through this journey with him so mm-hmm. when the main character walter white has to make life changing decisions you can feel the tension and i don't think i have ever felt that tension in in my whole life watching a tv show and this i i had to binge this because 
you were always curious to know what happens later and it's just five seasons so they did not extend it like a lot of shows you know they run out of their age when they mm-hmm. when they go on very long runs mm-hmm. but i felt that tension in the show and that is something which is truly special for me so this has got to be the top show for me of of all time there is there is also i remember one scene where walter white is actually they shot uh, the commode you know they shot he was peeing into the commode and there is a scene from a pov of walter white peeing into the commode and uh, <laughs> yeah, so so, the, yeah, yeah. so yeah so and over the period of time has his you know the cancer comes is the pee color change is there is blood droplets into the commode dropping there is there is a com- yeah. it's not div- it's not in single episode but you can see over the period of like look at his clothes episodes. so he yeah. his clothes glow darker he used to wear light colored uh, clothes uh, so that uh, is something which the costume designer has yeah. done after talking with the director mm. so i think that brings me to another point mm-hmm. uh, which uh, i have discussed with jerin previously it's like so when you see any scene take any movie any tv show and you look at a scene so you see things there mm-hmm. the, the the thing that we forget is every single thing inside that scene is not accidental it has been placed there because a lot of editing goes through for every scene bahut sare log baith ke dekhte ki ye scene mein ye ye whatever you see is meant to be seen all those details are meant to be there so i think what we see is just the tip of the iceberg and then there are i think nerd writers as a youtubers have which go in details they talk about these movies for 30 35 minutes and they extract they try to extract these things so with breaking bad i think with that's a very good example because unhone aisi aisi cheeze wahan pe place kiye call them easter eggs call them anything the way they dress up to every little thing it has been placed there for you to find out it's it's like a treasure hunt basically even the beard changes yeah <laughs> the shape <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yep. that is that is and it is such a small cheap thrill right even the writers and producers might just like lay that off people who understand understand then if not then it's up to I you know. like if make something and you rewatch it after some time of later years and you're like okay i did this thing for me it's kind of a signature for an artist in a painting you know only the artist knows where uh, he yep. has done that that's for himself like that's for the maker that's the artist that is a good point. i think the entire show is for the artist itself i am because, <laughs> it's an art <laughs> uh, i mean it, it's definitely an art so just think about this when you're painting something in fact there this thing is i believe when it comes to movies right every frame which we watch is an art itself so you can simply put put it like every frame is a painting theek hai because so everything like venu told told us earlier everything is meticulously planned if there is something in the frame there there are mistakes though but if there is something there is something in the frame there is something going on so everything the way the person walks why is he doing if you start asking this question why okay so why did he walk over there why did why is a why is a camera put up put up here why is the shot like this so there is an answer to everything in the mind of the creator's head so in that way he is creating this entire thing for himself i mean he's like keeping on like he's just going on painting frames after frames after frames stitching this beauty together so everything is is in its in his mind so easter eggs theek hai fans do catch up they come up with all sort of sort of conspiracy theories and everything but ha huh, this thing i think this would have given him an immense satisfaction i mean creating the whole thing and i really hope like the the way the venu described this show breaking bad this comes for comes in the first phase for me as well i i really hope ki vince gallion was here to listen to this i mean this is a really you put it really beautifully i mean you did an amazing job in explaining the entire essence of the show 
So I would just add small little thing. So you know chemistry basically this is this has been referred in the show multiple times. So chemistry is the study of change, right? Yes. Is a study of change of matter. Not not really matter, ha. Huh? It's a study of change of matter and energy. So the entire show is pivoted on this single concept ki it's changing. People change. Every character goes through a change, dude. I mean, Skyler, uh, Sky, Skyler. There's a whole arc of Skyler. Every character in the story. Jesse Pinkman has his whole arc from being a just a junkie to becoming a really good marketing guy, right? Distribution guy. He becomes serious in his life. Walter White. He breaks bad. That's the entire. I mean, that's that's the entire thing of the series. Yeah. So that's what now. And what Vince Gilligan does is he, I don't know, he. takes everything just think or think about it as if he has taken a big ass rope okay a really long rope he starts drawing from one end and once he finishes right he just ties the knot up neatly so it's an entire circle of symmetry over there aapko so i read this little article some back in 2013 or something ki how breaking bad mein he has kept symmetrically things symmetrically so you'll see multiple instances where uh what do you call how do i put it so there are a lot of objects like the frame is quite symmetrical to represent some kind of stability and everything so exactly there are a lot of things in going on in there it's a completely different universe in its own so breaking bad definitely comes in top for me and if you, if you coming to lighter lighter shows like mm-hmm. like in comedy i would place the office ah. i think i think you watch the office right yes I <laughs> it had to come and of the office so i still watch episodes of the office i mean yeah. i finished it bahut pehle uh, last year or something and i still watch it yeah. but it is layered actually office is very it, it it's a very, i mean coming as you said office uh, yeah it is also a very layered show this is this is what, what is this layer like this is so amazing and the very good part is that uh the the character each an individual character has two sides to it right mm-hmm. so uh, like if you see the entire sanity of the show is maintained by jim looking at the camera and just nodding exactly yeah yeah it, true, true. if you so it's so cringe that if the if jim have nodded at the end of whatever silly thing michael scott does you are like Like you cannot watch it. Only that trade-off is actually satisfying. That okay, you can watch it and making it watchable. Jim is basically there to empathize with you. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm experiencing this. I'm actually the same thing. You look at TV, but देख रहे हो मैं तो हूँ यहाँ पे. So he's acknowledging this is weird. Like this is this is this is exactly. not true because there is exactly. no soundtrack. Also, right? There is no soundtrack. Exactly. So I mean, Jim is the perfect replacement for the entire laughter track shit they do in like, other shows. Oh, good point. I find it extremely annoying. Yeah, they are yes. telling us when to laugh. I mean, where is the flexibility and the freedom for the viewers? So, ये तो Office है definitely. There is a there is a fact about Office. Actually, Rain Wilson, who played Dwight Schrute, uh, auditioned yeah, for yeah. the role of Michael Scott first. <laughs> Imagine uh, he mean, wanted to be the manager uh, from the start. <laughs> oh, <laughs> assistant. <laughs> But <laughs> is this? I mean, it's beautiful. You cannot imagine like someone else being playing Michael Scott. It is. Yeah, he owned the show. And speaking of Michael Scott, I think the best thing about him is Steve Carell, of course. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the master of improvisation. So one thing that the creators did was they gave him the liberty that you can improvise. And they told the actors like this guy is going to improvise, so don't look at the camera like this was not a part of the script. You have to go along with it. 
and that's the good part about having all co- good comedians in the cast yeah. they all you know improvise comedians are very good at improvising so if you can do comedy you can do any kind of acting and that's why a lot of iconic scenes like michael kissing oscar oscar said that, that scene was the amount sheer amount of cringe in that scene man. so oscar you know uh, that actor his real name is also oscar so he so he, uh-huh. he said in an interview that uh, that scene was not that good it was kind of boring that michael was uh, like oscar was trying to apologize to michael because he shouted at him and then suddenly steve carell decides that let me take this into my hands and he, then he, then he just goes and kisses him which is like no one expects this so all the reaction that you get all the you say like oscar's cringe that you see michael struggling to kiss him that's all real that blows away my my mind that one of the most iconic scenes was just thought of on the spot so i think that is the beauty of having great great as you said on improvisation as you said improvisation and one of the ironic thing is that one of the fact is that the temperature on the set of the office had to be kept at cold 64 degrees fahrenheit it, i don't know it said that it it drove some kind of a different emotion from each and every character out of like it was very oh. yeah, yeah so that is one wow. of the fact oh, that's something and, new and as you said improvisation new? the dinner party episode <laughs> <laughs> that is the most uh, uh, like insane and that is it is is the only episode for which the script ha- was never been rewritten so oh. so most of the past like maximum number of parts of that episode was improvised so it is Behind one of the scenes michael scott says i don't think we are ever going to complete the film <laughs> but the tv scene that that tv scene was so uh, i yeah i i think it it was reshot multiple times right i was couldn't complete the dialogues because they were laughing whenever they looked at the screens couldn't even hold it in <laughs> but but what do you want to say about the writers like if you compare what what worked for the american office what didn't worked for the U, uk office which was obviously written by ricky jervis and he was he's a very good writer like most yeah. of the writers bj novak was also the writer for office us mindy calling you know most of the people like the, the thing is that the actors some of the actors themselves for the writers also helps right mm. so definitely you you that helps to maintain the consistency in the story like i think toby uh, the actor who plays toby uh, mm-hmm. bj novak and mindy calling all the three of them were writers mostly mostly everyone has directed the show you know phyllis phyllis smith she was the casting director for the office cast right 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 yeah and yeah, yeah. she was the the casting directors themselves liked it her so much that she was like you got to play this role so she auditioned for that role and she started playing that role oh, yes. so so i i i can i can like uh, not really counter so you i can raise you this fact i mean this is a small fact though so you you must know bob vance vance refrigeration right? yeah. <laughs> so that of course not really his real name right obviously uh-huh. his name is bob vans vans refrigeration is this company mm-hmm. which he yeah. runs so the real reason behind him uh, uttering this same statement i mean so if he is meeting three people at a time he go to each one and tell them hi i'm bob vans vans refrigeration so the reason behind this thing was ki he knew the documentary was being shot and he was trying to take a jab at the free publicity he would get <laughs> by saying his name multiple times he was putting his company out there so this was completely intentional uh, i mean this one of the conspiracy theories i subscribe mm-hmm. to not really conspiracy theory it's quite plausible it, it, it makes sense yeah. right camera is there and he's just trying to publicize cancer position every time he says his name that is amazing product placement <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah intentional yeah. Product placement, exactly 
Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing about shows like Office. You can just keep on talking about them, even though it comes off as a comedy. And yeah. when someone recommended Office to me for the first time, what they said is, just go through the first season. It, yeah. it might be boring. It might be awkward. First season was sort of like watching an extended version of those cringy videos. Yeah, yeah. Season two, the show really took shape. Is it haven't happened to you that Michael Scott does something and you are like, I do that thing. Like now I know that how it appears to the person who is looking at me or you know who's working with me. You just suddenly find sometimes Michael Scott too relatable, and you are like, I cannot watch this now. I need to stop because <laughs> <laughs> because now it is just. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a yeah. Michael Scott inside each of us. There's also creed in each of us. <laughs> creed, yeah. So, like, there's this thing. Ki pata. So, so when these people actually started off uh, with making the office, right? They first off they started trying to copy the entire uh, British uh, office, yeah. Like, yeah, line by line. Not really line by line, but they tried to create identical characters. Pata. Even the hair but, and everything. Even the hair and everything, exactly. So that's why that's why Michael Scott has a receding power life, full hairline. He's getting fat and all. Yes. So that's something the viewers didn't really like. Mm. And he was he was a total asshole, right? He was not funny. He was just mean. He was really he was a really a mean guy. I mean, Ricky Gervais would have played that. He played that perfectly. But Steve Carell needed that funny edge. So that's why they remodeled Michael Scott. Mm-hmm. So that's why you'll see that after season one, na, the show has changed completely. I mean the way characters are portrayed and it stuff like that. It also goes on to say how the comedy is subjective. So people in UK like some kind of comedy. People in US yeah. they tend to go towards another kind of comedy. I guess the UK offices aired for the first season. They also stopped it after that. Later on, did it? it? One, I think one or two seasons. It only okay. has two seasons. But not not many many episodes. Hmm. I am yet to watch it. I I have to watch it. Coming to uh, uh, like masterpieces and you know. something like that which brought me to steven spielberg like you know catch me if you can and you know there are few scenes in wow. like ingro inglorious bastard like fight club shawshank redemption then the beautiful wow. mind you know so the question is like what is that one scene uh, that yeah. changed the entire movie scale for you like so, so you're what, talking what, about basically that plot twist or the mind fuck moments yes. like kind of shutter, shutter island like the end, mm. last ah. 15 minutes were like oh, what just happened like You know those kind of movies. Oh, so, what was that thriller and genius movies which you felt like okay, this just like Dude, scaled to a so different level. The movie scaled to a different level after that. You know the best What? kind of storytelling is that you don't have to explicitly say everything. Yeah. You just give some hints and then let the viewer or the audience connect all the dots inside their heads and let them realize with within their own good time that oh, this just happened. and one of the very good examples of that which comes into my mind is a movie by one of my favorite directors willview and that is arrival ah beautiful movie arrival is an amazing movie uh, towards the end you know how the plot is broken down to the viewer It, there's just a music that goes on and there are scenes after scenes and i think just barely one or two audible dialogues that are heard and in that sequence the whole story is shown to the viewer which is not even clear in the first go itself you have to watch it a couple of times maybe watch a youtube video later and just mm-hmm. read about it and that's how you connect the dots in your own head and then you come to the realization oh okay so this just happened that's why arrival is one of the good examples that i can think of arrival is really good i mean that was a really pretty good example of so right. and coming to my one of the top mindfuck moments i would go with m night shamlin's the sixth sense until the last moment when the ring actually rolls in right and you realize wait what everything checks out that that very moment you can take out a what do you call a 
चेकमार्क लेस की हाँ दैट किट सीज गोस ओके He yeah. hit the <laughs> glass. Glass yeah. broke down. Okay, everything fuck checks out. All the dots connect. And but after this movie, they uh, Hollywood was like, "He M Night Shyamalan is the dude. He's gonna change cinema forever." Unfortunately, he didn't. But that movie was sheer brilliant. In a way, by by just releasing that one movie. Uh, that one, oh, he did. He did create a scene. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, six six sense. Yeah. And, I mean, six sense. If you consider six sense, and you know, Shutter Island also goes on a parallel line. You know, where the even Fight Club to some extent, where the Oh, where yeah, the audience yeah. and the person in like the character doesn't know that okay they are being the person who is kind of it's a true man yeah. show inside the three movies it's a kind of a you are also being fooled by a single character whenever you watch a movie the audience always feels in a superior position right mm-hmm. like you are the third person who are watching the shit yeah we But know everything at the end that you are fooled you are actually inside <laughs> the head of the wrong person so there's this so actually when you when you go with the official list of genres so You have this suspense thrillers and everything. Mindfuck is not really on the list, but it's a what do you call a common internet slang? Mindfuck movies. And exactly, they do exactly that. It it needs to be subtle to an extent. For example, if for for some people even Race Three is mindfuck, right? Ah, uh. <laughs> there are so many plot twists. Something or the other happens. <laughs> but for uh. people like this, you know, it's predictable. It's cringy. It's shit. What 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 the fuck is going on? It's forced. But for some people, uh. I think for some. People, it must be truly a masterpiece, right? You just dropped the podcast rating by three significant factors. Like, <laughs> so yeah. now, 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 I, I, I have that, to, right? I have to edit this out. Sorry, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but if 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 I if I see the analytics of this episode, there will be many people dropping at this point. Like, I can't can't do this now. I, I gotta. Okay, uh, coming coming back to the master direction and the master you know writing. Let's talk about like master performances. Like a uh, few of the example like uh, which comes to my mind are DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street, Matthew McConaughey, uh, then uh, Tom Hanks in what is the movie for Forrest Gump, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Heath Ledger, A Dark oh. Knight. We got to talk oh. about Dark Knight. Oh. So that performance. Oh. uh i was just reading about it, it said that one of the scene heath ledger was so good that michael kane just forgot his what he yeah. has to say in it scared everyone in the room that what is his performance so oh, yeah. what is that one performance you have read about if you have seen that uh which which you thought that because this this joker new joker wakin phoenix i was not able to watch it after some point i i, I was like it was way too you know dark i mean you oh. have to set your mood to watch it so I I started it, but I was in a wrong mood when I was watching it for the first time. Then I like okay, I cannot go on yeah, yeah, this totally. movie because because you are feeling like you cannot experience it perfectly, cherish it perfectly. So I paused it and like watched it again when I wanted to. So close. So which was that uh, one of those kind of a performance I would say specifically and actors which you think that this movie this actor. I need to think one. Take your time. I know, like so many Heath Ledger has got to be there. <laughs> you just said. Oh man, exactly. You can't take it away from Heath Ledger anyway, man. That that guy was a fucking legend. I I mean, you can keep you can't keep any other person on the same plane with that guy in there. I mean, they have fun. They have been fantastic actors and everything, but this guy took shit to the next level. Yeah. So there's this fact which I read. He do you remember that scene in Dark Knight when he after talking to Harvey Dent, he walks out of the hospital and he tries to blow the whole thing up. So there was this malfunction. Jahan pe that thing didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. Right, the the detonator, Joe, with the explosive guys, that didn't didn't really work out. But he kept on going, and the director never asked. No one didn't cut it. उन्हें कहा चलते रहो. And that boy, you know, walking scene, है ना? चलता है ऐसा थोड़ा. Yeah. Deranged criminal walk, and he just clicks, और सब फटता है. And 
without giving a single fuck he just walks in there there is a there is a beautiful fact in that addition to this fact that he just does the standard thing the most standard thing that if anything is not working any electronic device is not working what you do you just tap it right yeah, so that is also, oh, wow, also, yeah, exactly yeah he also Good mentioned point. that he also mentioned that yeah what comes to your mind you are a villain you are anyone what you do when some shit isn't working you just like mm. hit it hard like so yeah yeah, uh, yeah just to just to add to what i think but one other role that comes to my mind is is played by an actor who's one of my personal favorite actors of all I time it's, it's, it's daniel day lewis yep uh he's he's first of all as for for people who don't know him it's like he he's the only guy to have won three oscars in male lead category that's okay just awards are just one thing but you have to watch there will be blood it's one of my favorite movies if if not the most favorite and uh, mid through the movie you realize if this actor is actually the hero of the film or the villain of the film is he a protagonist or an antagonist is is so you are you're caught in that uh, dilemma but he's acting in that movie so he's a british actor mm-hmm. and he plays this american who's in the into oil business in the mid 1800s or 1900 i think so the complete voice change the complete accent change like a lot of people change their accents but to change your voice itself he also played abraham lincoln for which he won the oscar so he he tried to sound like lincoln mm-hmm. and lincoln had this very typical thin voice so he he is known for completely changing himself as a method actor he is prepared he for a tribal movie he spent i think 2 to 3 months in forest with those tribes to you know actually understand about their life and he, recently he retired from filmmaking because he wanted to become a cobbler not even kidding oh, oh. so he, he said oh. that uh, for to make any film i have to you know dedicate everything i have to just forget about my life and he had this passion of being a cobbler since a long time so he left movies to make shoes to which people say that maybe his next role is about being a cobbler <laughs> so he's actually preparing for that but that's just a conspiracy theory but he's he's one of my favorite actors and you you just need to watch there will be blood because that's an enough introduction of him, what the, that movie then it's like it feels uh-huh. like after some point there is no movie business for those people it, they are, they don't feel like right, they make right. a movie they are doing something it's just like whatever they he like he has do, very like, less movies to his resume i think one of his big uh, charters were with uh, leonardo dicaprio gangs of new york which was directed by martin scorsese he's appeared in big uh, movies with big actors mm-hmm. but other than that i think he used to have very less movies i think one or two movies every two years maybe something like that because for every role he used to give everything and you can just see in his roles like how he dedicated all his for months and years he used to prepare for one role like something like heath ledger which he did for one movie which everyone knows because it was part of this batman franchise and sad very sad but true it's it's like the reason he you know so he passed away and then suddenly this this thing came into the mm-hmm. limelight that oh he passed away which i think was very unnecessary because i i i've read somewhere that his death was in no way related to his movie uh, preparation for the role i think even his said that he he sounded perfectly normal but uh, just take out of take out all those facts just his dedication to the role and the way he's acted heath ledger i think is i love that guy too tom hanks have you watched what's the movie the green mile green mile yeah 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 bhai it's so beautiful movie so the people call it the movie where the real men cried oh, so they was about to say it right ki bhai ladke rote nahi hai men don't cry so that movie is set up broken down men too 
and that was so emotionally hard hitting on the body call it hits you right where it hurts so brilliant acting by by tom hanks too it'll shatter you it'll make you cry yeah, in the most beautiful way mm-hmm. yeah so before we before we move ahead with the like last few questions uh mm-hmm. five movies five movies which you uh will suggest like people who are listening to watch like the lesser watched movies which i think jaren recommended to me which even i didn't know of is got to be enemy so enemy oh, is enemy. directed by willview who's also the director of uh, arrival so you have to watch enemy it's a, it's a very good movie it's a short movie uh, it stars that what's his name yeah jake gillenall jake gillenall yes even split is similar genre split split is also kind of a yeah, yeah, oh, that's a good similar. enemy is one movie jaren any other suggestions Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, so so it totally depends, right? What you're into. Hmm. So talking about Dennis Villeneuve, he has created great set of movies. Okay, and yeah. uh, one of his movies, Dune, is coming out in this year itself. Hmm. Apart from that, he has created this movie, uh, Prisoners, right? I watched Prisoners. Prisoners. Yeah, it's a great movie. And thriller hmm. with Zodiac, yeah, like Zodiac, buddy. Oh, I haven't watched Zodiac. Dude, Zodiac is pretty cool, yeah. David Fincher, yeah, usme and director, matlab, very hmm. beautifully shot. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's about a serial killer, right? The Zodiac killer. So it's how they try to catch him. So he was never caught. That's the whole story about how they. Oh, it's it's based him. on a true story. Yeah, it's based on a true story. Okay, apart from there is this one Spanish film I saw. Yeah, it was so fucking good. Good because, मतलब it it had a really what do you call a real analogy for the society. The movie is called uh, Platform. Platform. It's a short movie. Yeah, the Platform. It's a Spanish movie. अगर टाइम मिले ना देखना क्योंकि इट्स इट्स काइंड ऑफ माइंड फॉर टू बिगिन विद बट स्लोली व्हेन यू स्टार्ट रियलाइजिंग द आई मीन स्टार्ट लिंकिंग डॉट्स विद द सोसाइटी दैट इट विल गिव यू सम गुड इनसाइट्स वन हिंदी मूवी आई वुड सजेस्ट इज लंच बॉक्स एंड आई लव द एंडिंग फॉर सम रीजन इट जस्ट दिस एंड्स एट अ पॉइंट वेयर यू डोंट एक्सपेक्ट इट टू एंड इट्स शॉर्ट लीव्स यू हैंगिंग I think it's I think we're so used good. to so used to good ending like you know that that ending we Especially want in Bollywood yeah, yeah. so yeah. and when ah. we find that kind of a movie where it's like this happens in reality right? so yeah mature mature performances right good, right good movie good movie I love the direction also it has still shots it has calm composed shots unlike Bollywood and there are scenes where Irfan Khan is traveling in the public transport with Nawazuddin so they are very good scenes they are very down to earth scenes I would say. So I I love that movie and for those who haven't watched it you should. There's there's a very sad fact about the movie. It was supposed to be India's official entry to the Oscars and for some reason I believe it would have done very good there. But the reason why it wasn't sent for Oscars is because in the movie the mm-hmm. dabba walas the Mumbai dabba walas they make a mistake uh-huh. and in real life they never make a mistake. So I think it's kind of a lame reason. It's a movie after all, right? It's, I mean, it's a movie after all, yeah. And even though you're you're like portraying well, us on a global level, I think, I think they should have sent the movie because it takes away the creativity from that. Talking, you you want to recommend Jaren? Any any couple of movies you have in mind? So if 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 any of you is into like something, if you if you are like. कुछ देखना है समथिंग माइंड फक देखना है सो गो फॉर ट्राइंगल इट्स डेफिनेटली बाउंड टू स्टार्ट योर ब्रेन या तोड़ देगा जितना भी दिमाग में ना सो मतलब आफ्टर द मूवी यू हैव टू गो पिक अप द पीसेस और सर में वापस डालना पड़ेगा इट फक्स यू अप एंड टॉकिंग अबाउट मूवीज ठीक है एक छोटा एडिशन आई वुड लाइक टू से इट्स नॉट रियली मतलब जनरली अबाउट मूवीज सो देयर वाज दिस मलयालम मूवी बैक इन 93 रिलीज हुआ था ये इट्स कॉल्ड आकाश दूध आकाश दूध है मूवी का नाम ठीक है So, मतलब I don't remember that movie entirely. कि मैं भी बच्चा था जब मैं देख रहा था. This is the beauty of film as a visual medium, ठीक है? So, it's a really sad movie. उसमें the plot is कि there's this family, family of six actually. जिसमें father मर जाता है. 
the mother has blood cancer and she is giving away her kids oh okay so that movie is pretty heartbreaking so that time hamare ghar pe ek telugu maid thi unko malayalam ka kuch nahi pata kuch nahi aata she was watching this movie and i remember my mother and she they were crying like anything and so so yahan pe my mom she in a sense malayalam so she was getting all the everything yeah. but on the other hand the entire the verbal part of the movie was what was not there for for her but, but by oh, just wow. seeing that thing she was able to feel what the mother felt in that movie i mean that is so beautiful that the director is... managed to pull off the exactly. movie in such a way the words were not even important to convey the emotion exactly language barrier exactly. has been insane has been completely removed man. so even if you had removed the dialogue you would have been definitely crying your or you were crying your eyes out after watching it that it is amazing yeah so that was the Everyone moment so the sad movie they should try this out just remove the dialogues and just see if the mu- music and the visuals are still enough to move why this is a personal life goal yaar <laughs> yeah, i really want to make a movie which just gonna kill the audience right away ki god they gonna just cry and go home out of sadness yaar they like fuck this is so sad because it's much easier to make people laugh hmm. okay it's much easier to make people who you call stuck to the seat keep them on the edge Yeah. but making them cry requires another set of skills which i don't know <laughs> i need to discover wonderful. that my last thing before we move on is i think mm-hmm. uh, the one i was mentioning there will be blood starring daniel day lewis the 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 good part about that movie is a lot of scenes you know we have cut scenes scenes oh. move switch scenes switch very uh, quickly these days in movies because uh, we we are losing patience and movies like you know uh, Uh, you might have seen the Bond series starring Matt Damon. Oh, love yeah, that! Jason Bond. So the Bond supremacy, yeah. I think, got in this uh, cut chase, shaky camera, and all those into mm-hmm. trending. So not comparing or anything, but uh, it's it's a good movie. But there will be blood. The good thing is the the special thing is they have very long shots. I think the average uh, duration of a shot is eight or nine seconds, which is very very high That's for a movie crazy. these days. So again, it's like Breaking Bad. It lets you sink in inside the environment and just observe everything and look at. the surroundings and every scene has been planted with little details so that's, that's i really think movies like these right and shows like breaking bad too they in a way an acquired taste right you start yeah. off expecting Definitely. something and slowly once you acquire the taste jaise office ke bare mein pata hai bahut log bolte hai bahut boring hai like do just sit through the first season yeah. or so man you will ac- start appreciating the beauty so even like we know told about this movie no, the devil you blood i think it's acquired taste it, it's acquired it's definitely appreciating the entire thing yeah. and you really value the actor more as you come continue yeah. with the movie mm-hmm. it's like if you watch the movie and don't like it i won't blame you you <laughs> take your time to yeah. take your time and i i won't say that i am a superior person that i love love the movie and you did not it's just possible that maybe you were not looking at the right things when you were watching the movie you watched the movie with a different expectation and it failed to complete that expectation yeah, so, that's yeah. justified though But yeah. exactly, but but the people who came here looking for what they wanted, they yeah. definitely. Right? If if you're looking for a movie that completely engrosses you and you have time to watch it, like if you said you watch the Joker with the wrong mindset, yeah. if you are in a good mood, if you just want to watch something light, and you are watching a psycho man who who laughs when he's when he feels pain, you you won't enjoy that. Of course, you yeah. won't. Yeah, I mean that that contrary exists, you know. Like there are people. I used to have that notion, as you perfectly said, that 
I am not a superior person. I am not here to judge you. There, right. there are there are few right. people who who watches cinema for entertainment. That's perfectly fine. That is what exactly. the point it has to serve. Like first is like that you have to be entertaining. That is what Hollywood is thriving on. Thriving on. It's entertainment, yeah. right? And that's perfectly fine. Even the Avengers because... series. <laughs> you just you just offended like twenty percent of my viewership, which oh, more than which is which is only twenty percent, but that is. <laughs> Martin Scorsese said once, Marvel movies are like uh, roller uh, theme rides. <laughs> theme park <laughs> it definitely i mean i'm really glad if the audience of the, of this certain demographic is only 20% Yeah. 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 you go from a entertainment standpoint then you dive deeper and deeper into it yes. so the first gate is obviously entertainment so it yeah. takes time it's an acquired taste last couple of questions uh the yeah. raw kind of a movie like raw like bollywood hollywood example that i can give is like uh pulp fiction and glorious bastards then uh when i say raw uh the first thing that comes to mind when it comes to bollywood is anurag kashyap and gangs of wasepur so ah oh, yeah. i see a kind of a movie which uh, it's very you know like oh, impromptu art and like raw artistic kind of a different uh, feel and different genre altogether can't mention ram gopal varma but uh, let's include him here like <laughs> <laughs> give him some credit give <laughs> some credit like yeah sarkar one was good sarkar one was good yeah uh-huh. so gangs of wasepur was dope yeah ah uh, gangs of wasepur yeah 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 definitely it's one of the good ones in hollywood there's I'm actually in hollywood mein aisa kaun sa yaar jo i it's it's there's a movie which is on my watch list i haven't seen it yet but there's a movie called lighthouse no no so it's actually just two actors in the whole movie it's shot in black and white it was released last year ha huh? just watch the trailer because even i've just seen the trailer and i was blown up i want to watch that movie badly it has robin robinson and huh. and uh, oh god why am i forgetting his name the guy who plays the villain in the first spiderman movie who says i am somebody oh. scientist myself Duff, william dafo william dafo mm. those two actors in this movie and just just see the trailer is one kind of a raw movie that i i am sure it's very good have you guys seen before before trilogy before sunrise before mm-hmm. sunset it's kind of a philosophical based uh, not i will say not romantic genre but uh, it's kind yeah. of a philosophical raw kind of a, just two people in the entire movie uh, mm. talking to each other it is shot in like 10 years gap so before sun- this before trilogy the same actors before sunrise then after 10 years they shot before sunset and after 10 years oh, they yeah. shot before midnight but yeah it's a, it's a trilogy and it is it is be- like their life also progresses as the movie progresses mm. there was also boy i guess boy boyhood something like that similar movie which a boy completely ages from 5 yeah, year old yeah, to yeah. like 15 year old kid and the movie is completely based on his same actor mm-hmm. and I I'll add my uh, so there's this movie called Buried. The good I mean the different the peculiar aspect of the movie is that the entire movie is shot in a coffin. I mean there's not a single shot jo bahar ho. The plot proceeds with uh, starts off with Reynolds waking up in a coffin and mm-hmm. he has a cell phone and it goes on for about an hour and a half or so and it keeps you on the edge man. If you get if if you like I guess both of you have told me like you have plans to to tell a story and who uh-huh. are we without a story you know that's that's what i i also believe right you know who are we without that's what we'll pass on so if you get a chance 
to what, yeah. what is your next i mean there's two questions what is the next project you're working on you're excited about in terms of you know it can it can be you know storytelling i, I i'm not saying like it can be filmmaking or movie or anything just storytelling wise and uh, yeah. if you like to get an opportunity to make something a movie who will be your cast what will be it about wow. and uh, why you will make it so you know that's a very good question that's a really good question well thought in fact when it goes to you currently i'm uh, i'm not really into filmmaking but i'm focusing more on music So, yes, so that's storytelling media right now, and yeah, you're you're yeah. you're hitting shit out of the ballpark right now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Again, guys, music by Banana Leaf on YouTube, Instagram. <laughs> Product oh, placement now, by the way. Check out Bomb Bats Bats Refrigeration. Play office music here. <laughs> I mean, if you look at my channel, every now and then a video pops up. So there's some short film idea that always keep coming to my head. and then it's just like i have to do this so one project that i really want to work on and i think i'll share this goal with jerin is to make a really sad movie yeah you know and it's the the reason why you want to do is because when we watch sad movies it the the emotions that you feel when you feel yourself crying on watching something that that might be fictional it's it's beautiful right so mm-hmm. the so thai that to yeah the thai ads have you seen exactly. the ads nope. they are heartwarming they are heartbreaking thai. they are so sad yeah just watch any thai commercial insurance is yeah. insurance or bank for a whole fucking minute yeah for a insurance commercial yeah. because it's sadness is a very beautiful emotion like Ayo, people really appreciate nice. sadness with depression but nah, i think it's, wow. it's very beautiful oh. and a very underrated emotion if i can say that so uh because looking at someone else in pain and feeling that for yourself is i think very it's it's something what defines us as humans right and also i would like to add one thing you know i i mean i feel a lot of people are emotionally constipated i mean <laughs> at, at this time jahan pe we have what do you call millions of friends on internet but no one really close to us whom we can share our things with Something is going to be told to the parents, to parents, right? And uh, in many people's case, even the parents aren't close. So some of these kind of movies would be a way out to actually release this pressure that builds up over time. And so that's just a side, what do you call an objective that the sad piece will attain. I am. I, I don't think we are anywhere with this project, though. It's just a project. Yeah, that it's it's just a very big oh. dream project that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if I'm it. able to make something like that, if I'm able to make a music or music plays a very big part in that kind of movies because if any movie for that matter, yeah. <laughs> But if I'm able to pull off something like this, so I'll then feel very very satisfied that yes, like I've I've done something that I wanted to do. Jerin, what is yours? I mean, I can count this one as both of yours, but yeah. What what is yeah, yours? separately? Yeah, separately that's a tough one, man. So the thing is, when it comes to the storytelling aspect, right? So. I I've been always inclined towards the film stuff but I've never actually gotten down to actually create one. As of now from the storytelling point of view I do write sometimes. So I have a lot of drafts with me ki uh, of stories which I would gradually publish in the future. What is the genre you uh, would like to or what is a kind of a story like as Venu said like it's kind of a you know sad like that's the emotion I want to capture. That's the emotion emotion I want to share. uh like there was this piece i was working on for some time and ekdam se ah, what do you call we would know it ekdam se i just lost 
motivation not really motivation ekdum say loss of spirit of it yeah even I mean, not in that zone you have to be in that zone too yeah. i i mean yeah I, I many times i just feel the words come to me ki main aaram se i'm able to write stuff raat din ho gaya i'm just like sitting on the keyboard yeah, but ekdum yeah. se na i just lost that thing this piece was called snow it was it's snow. a story of two people yeah i can't mm-hmm. really i mean anything i'd say would spoil it but ha huh, i, I remember reading some yeah. snippets from that I I I remember sharing it with you too. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So I think you should complete it. And making drafts is I think part of process writing something and leaving that I think it's part of process. Yeah, but that's the point for that you I think start a lot of drafts, you leave a lot of drafts until the point that you are finally able to complete something. So I think you should definitely go ahead and complete that. So so I have this process called I mean everyone has this process. I just put a coin a name for it. ठीक है इट्स कॉल्ड आई हैव नेम्ड इट क्रिएटिव रुमिनेशन यू नो रुमिनेशन यस सॉरी क्रिएटिव द रुमिनेशन रुमिनेशन या या द थिंग दैट काउज एंड द कैटल डस सो यू दे दे हाउ दे ईट स्टफ एंड दे डोंट कंप्लीटली डाइजेस्ट इट दे जस्ट पुट इट ऑन अ पुट इट इन अनदर चेंबर द रुमिनेशन चेंबर एंड दे पुल इट बैक अप एंड दे चू बट भाई एनीवे कमिंग बैक टू द पॉइंट दैट्स द थिंग राइट यू स्टार्ट ऑफ विद अ वर्क ठीक है यू पुट योर हार्ट एंड सोल इनटू इट and usko rakh do kyunki pata hai every time i mean not even there is not even a single exception mm. i got a better understanding on the topic so i edited it uh, and so that's what the creative rumination helps you with this thing you can keep on working on stuff bahut sare stuff so in the end right once you let's say ki you have done with the 10 years of this stuff in the end you would have more than 100 beautiful pieces ready yeah. ready and polished and ready to sh- ready to go yeah. so that's what So, so let's say one day you build an audience, so you can still have what do you call a sustained amount of content to go with. So sorry, sorry to interrupt, but since you mentioned, Thanks, like I, I I spoke to like one of my friend who is a photographer, like professional photographer, he's like went to Paris, like he is in Paris right now to learn photography, and he told me uh, something before the podcast. He said there is something called as creator syndrome. I don't know whether it's an actual term or not. He just said like okay. uh, uh, sometimes when you create something. Uh, in a field uh-huh. or some which you really really like or know about, let's say music. Menu creates something in music, and Menu has heard, listened lot of artists, and he has some benchmark uh-huh. that this is the most amazing uh-huh. music. So whenever he start creating it, music, he compares his music to that level of music, mm-hmm. and he always feels oh. that I am not doing justice. You know, I am not doing, and that stops that person to not start. You know, so so he he don't mean this amazing thing. Add this thing person to the next podcast. Damn, I'm I'm eager <laughs> yeah. to talk to this guy. That's a very yeah. very good point. Amazing, amazing. I I just keep this in mind. Like yeah. this was way back, like two months before when I was just like starting. You know, I was even starting with thinking about like care cut podcast. And he said, yeah. "Dude, just start it because when you start thinking it, you will just compare it to the amazing podcast you have heard. Like the people you have heard so much. Because I recorded one episode and then I was completing episode with all the people that I have heard to. And I'm like, this shitty, this shitty." he just That's, will compare it so just start it and then let people judge uh, people do the talk and even go a step ahead just just do it for yourself like you've said this yeah, before yeah exactly exactly you wanted to do right and that's why you're doing it so 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 pata so there's this one thing so i remember back in school or some sometime there was this photography workshop us pe i as a casual attend kiya tha maine so to usme that guy told ki na never shy away from taking pictures kyunki Obviously your first picture may suck, ठीक है. Second may be a bit better. But when you compare your hundredth and your first picture, there's mm-hmm. gonna be a lot of difference. Then when you go ahead and you compare your ten thousandth picture with your hundredth picture, 
the difference will steal your breath away yes. the thing is ki na you just need to take keep taking small steps regardless ki kitna chhota you took half a step maybe you took a took a, took a day off and then you continued taking a step but as long as this one word consistency is there in your picture right i mean you are unstoppable any person for the matter of fact doing anything matlab so if you continuum bolo ya isko kuch bhi bolo if you do the same thing again and again you yeah. have you will get better get better yeah. damn yeah exactly when even the biological level matlab that's something i can we can talk for like put it for later karte rahoge to you'll gradually get better and anything on on that note yeah karte rahoge to hopefully this is the first episode the 100th one agar hoga to better than the first oh, one <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I mean, like it was great, great having you guys. Like, this didn't feel like a Likewise. recording a episode or something. Thank you for this uh, doing fun. this. This was fun. This was really, really fun. Thank you for fun. doing this, guys. Hey guys, so that was it from the sixth episode of Kerkat. Hope you liked it. Big, big thank you to Venu and Jerine for joining me on this episode. This was by far the most fun conversation I've had in a really long time. Actually this was a 2 hour long conversation but I edited it and reduced it to an hour for the upload. If you want to listen to the entire conversation I can send the raw file to you personally. You know where to reach me out. Till then stay safe, stay home and keep tuning.